everyone. Welcome to the New City Church Podcast, and welcome today to our next episode of Ask Pastor Joel. Each week, we take questions concerning the previous week's sermon at New City Church, or just a burning biblical question that's maybe weighing on someone's heart. And of course, sitting across from me, I have Pastor Joel. How you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good to great. see you, Austin. Yeah, good to see you too. So today, uh, our question is from Diana, and her question is this, simply, what happens to a believer when they die? Mm, that's a great question. Really good question, Diana. <clears throat> um, of course, uh, you remember asking this question when you sent it into Austin. We sort of boiled it down to this base question, so I hope to be able to answer it thoroughly, uh, maybe touch on a couple different bases uh, from Scripture. So what happens when a, what happens to a believer when a believer dies? And so I... Uh, we're going to split this into two categories. What happens to the soul and what happens to the body? And so I think that an obvious answer that we can say when, a, when the body of a believer dies, um, the body itself, this outward tent that the Scripture says we have, um, is in a state of, of perishing and corruption. So we traditionally put the body in the ground, and so that's uh, a representative of, of, the, of this uh, temporal... Um, corruption that the body is begins to decay. So that's that's the reality, uh, and it's that's what makes oftentimes death so hard because the body itself um, ste- ceases uh, to function. So there's a finality there. But I think we can begin by saying what happens to the soul because we know that according to scripture, the soul is the, is the true part of us. And so let me turn to a couple of scriptures. So Second Corinthians chapter five, um, several spots. We'll begin in verse one. Uh, it says this, for we know that if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to put on our heavenly dwelling, if indeed by putting it on we may not be found naked. For while we are still in the tent, in this tent, we groan, being burdened. Not that we would be unclothed, but that we would be further clothed, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. Now look at verse 6 through 8. It says, so we are always of good courage. Think about what Paul is saying, that there's courage in this statement. We are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body... We are away from the Lord. So let's just pause there for a second and think about that. This, the courage that Paul is talking about is in the knowing this fact. We know because of this, we have courage that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. That's a, a reality, that there, are, that there is a place that is not where we are now, that where, where the Lord is. We're not in his presence while we are at home in this body. And in the context of what Paul is talking about, that home is this tent, a temporary dwelling. That's what Paul calls it, this, this tent, this dwelling. But look at verse 8. It says, yes, again, we are of good courage, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. Him. So that's, I think, a great base understanding and foundation for this, that this body is a tent, and Christ is not where we are now, but 
when we die, similar to, I would say, think about the thief on the cross. Jesus said, "In this, on this day, you will be with me in paradise. There was a reality that that man's soul, at the moment that it departed from his body, would be in the paradise of Christ, would be with him. And, and a similar principle follows for us today, that when a believer dies, the soul, their soul, m- moves from their body to the presence of Christ. So while we are at home in the body, we are apart from the Lord, but there will be there will come a day where we will see him. Now I want to show just one more thing. So this is speaking of the body. So what happens to the body after it goes into the ground? Uh, we know that that's the reality, and of course we could we, we could get into all sorts of stuff talking about cremation uh, and all all of those things. But First Corinthians 15, the, the famous resurrection resurrection chapter, um, looking at verse 51, and then this is how we'll sort of end our our time with this question. But actually, I'll start in 50. It says, "I tell you this, brothers: flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God." So. Um, our flesh and blood, the flesh and blood bodies that we have now cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. So this is speaking about a final day. Uh, it's I'd say this is a day that coincides with the final judgment. It also coincides with the resurrection um, that will happen at the last day, when Christ raises both the dead and the living, and also the righteous who are dead and the unrighteous will be raised, some to eternal life and others to eternal damnation. So everyone who has gone to be with the Lord now or dies prior to the resurrection at the end when Christ raises all who have died, everyone is with the Lord in spirit, in soul. But there is a day yet to come where the body, the physical body, will be raised and changed. Those who have not died yet and were walking around on this earth at the time of the resurrection will also receive new bodies, uh, but we just will not have gone into the ground first. There will not be this planting of that seed that Paul expounds on. So those two things I think are great. These are hopeful statements. It's uh, It's not any less meaningful that the soul is with Christ rather than the body. It's it's something that the Christian does in faith when they bury a loved one who was a believer in Christ. Paul says it's like we are planting a seed and one day that seed will will sprout and it will be it'll be raised and will be given a new body. So we have so much to look forward to. So Diana, um, that's the answer to the question what happens to a believer when a believer dies? The soul goes immediately to be with the Lord. Uh, the body will be raised later at the resurrection. Both the dead and the living at the time of the resurrection will be joined to be with Christ in new bodies that are fit for heaven to forever be in fellowship with Christ. So hopefully, hopefully that's clear and not confusing. What do you think, Austin? Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, I think it, um, it's definitely a, it's been a kind of a mind-boggling thing for me. Just like, I guess, just even to think about when you die, um, to, to go to heaven, just like, it's just my, it's just my soul. Like what? Um, but yeah, 
just to know that one day, you know, our bodies will be raised and we, we will be one day returned to our physical body. And yeah, that's right. It's, it's great. And it's also a reminder of the importance of Christ's resurrection because he was raised. We also will be raised. It's, it's also the significance of baptism by baptizing a believer. We also are showing that we believe in the resurrection of Christ, though we are given new, a new life now. There's a day where we will we will physically be risen with Christ and have a body like He had at His resurrection, um, completely fit for glory, and that's a it's a great awesome thing to think about. So most people are just thinking, when do we see Jesus? Well, you'll see Jesus in two instances. One, either you die before His return and you see Him. You'll see him, not bought, not in your own body, not from physical eyes, but your spirit. And I, I, I don't think the greatest philosopher could figure out how that works. But the true us dwells inside of these tents. Mm-hmm. We will see him. Or at the resurrection, when we are changed in the twinkling of an eye, or if we have, go, if we have died, then we go bef- we're changed and our bodies are, are made new, and we see him at that moment at the resurrection when he returns. Praise God. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's exciting thinking about thinking about that day. Yeah. Amen. Well, Diana, we hope that answered your question well. Um, hope it gives you some hope. Uh, looking forward to that day, and hope it gives all of our listeners hope as they look forward to the day when we finally see Christ face to face again. Whether it be uh, whether we die first and we see Him just in spirit, or when he actually comes back to the earth. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wraps up our episode for this week, but until next time, see you later. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the new city church podcast. For more content from new city church, check us out on any of the major podcasting platforms, or if you want to find our gathering times, location, or any other information about new city, check out our website at www bathnewcity.church. We hope to have you join us next episode.